I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, loan officers. Welcome to another episode of Be Your Best. Uh, we have Jim Reed and the lovely Robin LaFasser, and we're going to talk about, for loan officers, de-stressing the mortgage business. You're like, Todd, that's impossible. I would tell you guys to start this off, and then I'll hand it over to Robin, because we kind of pick topics before we do this, and she brought this up. I'm like, that's a good one, because I've never seen people so stressed out in my life. For me, I usually do a pretty good job. I meditate. I exercise. I eat good. Like I, I really protect my sleep, but I got on a meeting yesterday, and I was like, I'm super stressed. Like I couldn't sleep last night. Like I'm like it gets to me sometimes, and I pride myself on being pretty tough. So on mentally tough on this stuff, it's a lot. Like it's the I I don't want to make matters worse. I don't want to pile on, and I don't want to over exaggerate. I think it's fair to say it's the hardest market I've seen in 30 years doing this. It's the hardest I've seen for all the reasons we know: no refis, lack of inventory, on and inflation, on and on and on. Uh, so, Robin, you pick this topic. What, give us some well, thoughts on a, it because it's a, jump in real quick. There's a reason yeah. why it's really, really hard this time. Like, yeah, the, the hardest that it was before this was when you first got into the business, not the mortgage meltdown. Mortgage meltdown wasn't that hard. It felt like it was going to be, but the truth is that was a great, great, great thing. Uh, the difference is how much misleading information is easily accessible to low reps. Wow. You're on social media and it's like, stop calling realtors. Use a sales funnel, you know, pay-per-click, and they get distracted and start their ship going a different direction that I don't, doesn't work that great. Uh, and I think that's what honestly makes it even more difficult is that who do you listen to when nothing's working? Yeah. They get easily, their voice, the, the, the vo there's so many voices out there that the temptation, I just want to say this out loud to the loan officers that are listening, the temptation is for you to listen to the easy one. The one that is easier to do. And I'm just telling you that that is for sure the wrong decision. Listen to the one that's harder. And then you'll totally be way better off. Yeah, you're saying, you're saying when you have two choices, I use this as a decision tree. At the end of the day, when I got a decision to make, one's an easier decision, one's a harder decision. I force myself almost always to take the harder decision. Yeah. That's super simplistic, but that works. Okay. So should I eat the bowl of ice cream or not? It's easier to eat the bowl of ice cream, right? Yeah, so can... Robin, you, you, this was your topic. Enlighten us with de-stressing the mortgage business because we could all use a little less stress. Well, I, I think a couple things. I think Jimmy is hitting the nail on the head in terms of controlling what comes in and out of your sight and you're your hearing all of those things. I think that controlling the narrative at a higher level, putting up the right gates, and that's not to say be blind, but uh, be focused is a better way to say it. I think part of the stress is that comparison game, uh, the, 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 like Jim said, looking for the easy way out, if you will, and, and trying all sorts of things, which ultimately diverts your focus from basics and basics ultimately work. Do they work a hundred percent of the time? They've never worked a hundred percent of the time, but they have better odds than anything else, right? It's why you don't see somebody who 
shoots a basketball, Jimmy, or a basketball guy, so you can totally correct me on this, but you don't see them all of a sudden come up with some funky way to to do something and try to teach it everybody. The basics of basketball work, right? Like out, blocking out is blocking out. Pass, rebound, block out. Yes, the basics work. Right? Like you, it, those are basics in it. So you don't see people trying to come up with a whole new plan to make the game easier, if you will. It's literally do the basics really, really well at the highest level. I think the other piece of it is I think about expectations. And I think that there are expectations that we currently have on ourselves. There are expectations that realtors, um, have as well that we're, we're not in alignment on those expectations in addition to with clients. And when things get a little scary and hard, I feel like expectations get all over the place, wild, if you will. And they, and they literally, nobody wants to take control. Imagine showing up on the scene of an accident and you know that something's wrong and there's a whole bunch of other people there and everyone is just freaking out. It's utter chaos. Well, that left my office this morning. We're talking about that's every day. And and somebody has to go. Hold on, you do this. I'm going to make this call. Stay there. Everybody, back up. Take you know, like someone takes control. And I think one of the things that we have gotten away from, if you will, in the midst of um, fear, scarcity, a change, all the things that have got on, is. Nobody is taking absolute control and saying, I know how to do this. I know what to do. And I'm going to set proper expectations with myself and what my day looks like with the client and what doing a mortgage loan looks like with the realtor and what our relationship will look like. I don't think that we're really great at setting strong expectations of others. And that creates chaos and flailing around, if you will, sleepless nights, um, and I don't know about you, Jimmy, if you're feeling this, but in our branch and loan officers in general, most of the time when I'm talking to them about their stress level, it's due to unmatched or um, out of alignment expectations. Yeah, unmanaged expectations, 100%. It's always that. Like like what we were talking about, I was thinking is there's nothing, there's no tactic that we could teach you that will make it like it was in the mortgage business. Okay, I, I, let me frame this up, but tell a quick story. So yesterday... Um, had a loan officer call me to interview. I interviewed her six months ago. Actually, Robin did too. And during the peak of the market, she made $1.3 million and then backed it up with $1.5 million, W-2 income. Fast forward, um, six months ago, she interviewed. Um, she had four assistants, and I told her, you can have one. That cost me the deal. She went to another company. The other company didn't is not working out. She said, they sold me a bag of goods, blah, blah, blah. 17-year loan officer. She's the primary breadwinner. Her husband stays at home, and she has two small children. She is closing three loans a month. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, we had this 45-minute conversation. At the end, I said, hey, before we get off, before we get off, I understand it's really hard, and, and, and you're good at what you do. It will be okay. It will be okay. I said, say it to me. Wow. And she couldn't speak because she was crying. Uh-huh. It's that hard. I said, honey, I just talked to a guy who oversees 200 loan officers, and he's got $40 million producers closing three loans a month, two loans a month, one loan a month. It's that hard. Uh-huh. Wow. So let's not sugarcoat. It's that hard. 
So it's a, to me, it's a test of perseverance. It's a test of, do you want to, do you really love what you're doing? Why? It's not, you're not going to make it with the business down 60%. You're 60% will get but, out. So do you like dude, it? I don't think people believed me a year ago when I said, it's going to be two years. I think they like, oh yeah, two years. Right. And then they generally, but they're like, I don't fight here. And then and the message back then was outlast them all. Well, it hasn't changed, bro. It hasn't yeah, changed. You, you, Jimmy coined the term in January, two years in, two years out. And I said, you're right. right. I said, I said the years uh, let me say that more plainly. There is zero reason, and I'm not trying to be a downer when I say this. There is zero reason for the market to normalize right now. Uh-huh. There's People are hunkering down with their 2.5% interest rates, so they're not selling. That creates inventory problems. It takes three, four years to develop property and get new homes that like there's no reason there's like no quick fix there's no there's easy no there's no quick fix and i think that people continuously are looking for a glimmer of a quick fix and that's you know when i when i talked to anybody that got in in 2020 and 2021 they went from best years ever to oh my gosh what is happening right now and and i and then I'm, I'm with you, Todd, again, that expectation. Why am I doing everything that we do in life comes with a value or a price. The value of being 100% commission sales is a $1.5 million W-2, is a $1.2 million W-2. You could never have that working at ABC store as a manager, right? Like that's not going to happen. The price is uncertainty. The price is always developing new skills. The price is not knowing what's going to happen and being able to adapt to it. And and what we're struggling with right now is the price when for two years is all we got was what? Free. The value. Yeah. We just got the value, right? And the, and, so, and the rent is due every day. The rent is due every stinking day. And it's a and and I know that nobody needs a motivational speech in this and that's not what we're trying to do with this podcast. I, I want to be clear to everybody expectations start with your own expectations. They get better on each loan when you set expectations appropriately with a client. When we step into a meeting with a realtor and a client and we set zero expectation, and I talk to realtors about this all the time, I'm like, why'd you put accepting offers until 11.59 p.m.? Like what, who in their right mind wants to look at loans and, and, you know, offers until midnight on a Wednesday, like you, you realize sometimes we inflict our own pain in this industry, right? We inflict our own pain and, and setting proper expectations with what you're going to do during the day, how you're going to execute, how you're going to take care of clients, being the one who shows up in the midst of an accident and has a clear confident, firm voice, and a plan is what people will attract to most. People that are scared, freaking out, flailing, promising the sun, moon, and stars, but not able to deliver, they're the ones that will end up getting out because this will suck the life out of you if you're not clear on why you're here and how you're going to succeed. So like uh, to, to, to add on to that, like when it comes to managing the stress of being a low rep right now, there's there's like I think a three things. Always, when it comes to my, when my stress gets out of here, the three things are number one, it starts at home to manage stress. Like it starts at home. Like if you go home and, like, I was talking to a basket two nights ago, getting old, bro, two nights ago, uh, when we were going for a walk 
and we we were communic- I was communicating about what's happening at work in a different way than I had done before. And she finally, or not finally, she got it. Finally, she got it. And then her response to me totally calmed me down. What's what? Her response calmed me down. Like, like if you're going home and you're not communicating, they still think you're making 2021 money. (laughs) Amen. And you, and maybe you, you think you told them that it's really tough. But if you're in our industry, you've probably told them it's really tough a hundred times. Yeah. And they probably stopped listening because you, you kind of sc- try to scare them a little bit. And now they know they're not easily scared anymore. Right? I mean, yeah. I've done that. What a, what a beautiful expectation to set though right like, there, Jimmy. And a lot of people haven't done it. They haven't paused, looked at their budget. I know a lot of people that once the money went away, they were like, I don't want to look. I don't want to look. I don't want to look. I don't want to get on the scale. Get on the scale, you guys. Yeah. Knowledge is power. And then you can say, hey, we got to make some adjustments. And here's what's crazy. Our significant others, should you have them, literally would prefer us de-stressed over free-flowing money, okay. if you will. Like, if they had a choice, they're like, I'd rather have you present, your head, your heart, all in, than be able to go spend whatever I want, not realize I'm adding to okay, the problem. Okay, now deep, girl, because you know what? Here's the thing, Jeff. Here's the thing. Yes, you're 100% right. But then we hear them say they want to go to Hawaii. Or, and we go, haven't you been listening? Are you crazy? You don't care about me? You don't think oh. about me? And we take it personal. When the truth is, it was our fault because we don't communicate man's expectations. Well, because for the previous 10 years, we told them it's a scary time in our industry when it really wasn't. Yeah. And it's like, how do you break all that down at home so that home is a support instead of another layer of stress? Yeah. And that is so okay. Big. So let's, I'm just telling you, I was living it. And this conversation is where we're talking about this because this conversation I had the other night on a walk, I, I never gave her a bigger hug in my life when we got done. It was so good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Expectations. Let, let's end with a few rounds of tactics, right? So Jim says, a f- what to put it in a nutshell, yours was cl- very clearly and calmly communicate what's going on at work so that your, your, your spousal support, whether it's a boyfriend, girlfriend. Support <laughs> from your spouse is a better word. Yes, a significant other in general has proper expectations on budget. Yes. So you have to like, you have to communicate. You have to, you can't go home and not, like it starts, like managing stress starts at home. That's my thing. Yeah, managing stress starts at home. Uh, Mine is, if I throw out a tactic, uh, I heard for years, if you listen to people that are really educated and growth minded, they're always like, they either talk about gratitude journal or meditation or both. I choose both. Almost every single morning, I do one or both. It's it's not an event. It's a process. I've been doing it about five years. That really helps. Robin, one from you. Uh, well, I think, I think in general, setting proper expectations. But I would say, I think Jimmy started with a beautiful one that was get focused. One of the reasons that mortgage has always worked for me, regardless of conditions, is it's always been my only my only. It's There's never been a plan B. I, I've always been laser focused on where I work, 
who I work with, and how I bring my A game every single day. And I think one of the things that people are doing is looking around in every direction for a fix, if you will, paying attention to what other people are doing on social media. And if you just shut it all down and get laser focused on adding value to an industry that you chose that gives you all the reward, you you will ultimately win. You will stay in the game and you will win. But it it, it starts with really just knowing why you're here, what you're going to do, setting those expectations, and then executing more times than not, right? It doesn't even have to be every single day. We all have a bad day. But more times than not, you've got to execute the plan and understand what that plan is. Yep. Another good one is to get a step into your health because when, uh, when when you go through things like this, it's easy to use that as a justification to ignore your health, right? You're in a fight. Yes, sir. You're in a fight with your spouse. It's easy to use that as a reason to have bad yes. behavior around your health. If when it's tough at work, it's easy to use that as a reason to have bad behavior around your health, right? It's easy to yes. eat more ice cream and eat more cheeseburgers when you feel like you need something that's good to counteract yeah, all stress. the toughness. That's out there in the world. So if you step into your house and if you embrace your health through food and through exercise and through Todd said meditation, if you if you step into health, it actually makes you stronger at work and it makes you stronger at home. It's true. It works for Yeah, totally. Jim, I would add sleep to that list. Yeah, step into your health. Like 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 me and Ann, like we're we for the last two weeks we're going to bed at a certain time. Like a kid. Yeah. Like a little kid. Oh, yeah. it's 30 time to get in bed. Like, yeah. No matter what. Um, I'll do one more and then Robin, you can do one more. Um, yeah. I've got one that I I don't, I think it's, some of these things are so close to our nose, we can't see them. Grow the skill that needs growing. Like I am studying sales and marketing. You're like, Todd, sales and marketing, you've been doing that for 30 years. I'm like, I need to get better. They're not as good as I need to. So it it becomes like this passion project where, how good can I get at influencing someone in front of me? How good can I get at the professional loan presentation, the two-step close? How good can I get? Like I can do it 10% better, 20% better. Learning, what everyone's struggling with is the influence sales skills. That's most of it. Uh-huh. But I don't see people reading books and doing stuff on that. Like I'm talking like an hour a day early in the morning working on that skill over and over and over and over again. Live role plays by yourself in a mirror. Yeah. like, Todd, really? Yes, really. Yes, really. You've got to get better at the car. skill. I do it while I'm driving my car. Yes. Yes. The crazy so that's a, that'll help you de-stress because you'll get better at your trade. Uh-huh. Robin, one more for you. Yeah, I'll be a little, I'll be a, a little altruistic. I'm got understand girl, what I don't know mean. what that word means. Girl, people use that word. I have no idea what that means. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, well, it, it, more touchy-feely, I guess. Is I'll, I'll, Yeah. Okay. When you are... You make, I, Jimmy, you just threw Actually. me off when you, <laughs> so fear versus love, basically make, understand when you're making fear-based well, decisions versus love-based decisions, because no good decisions really come out of fear. Um, that's the truth. And so if you can pause and understand, Hey, I'm going to take that fear and turn it into empowerment and I'm going to turn it into love. And, and something was said on a coaching call that we were doing this last week. And actually two things, Jimmy says this all the time, and I'll just close with this on my end. One is things are never as good or as bad as they actually seem. That is a, it's just something that I have literally been saying to myself every single day to check my emotions, if you will. The world would be so much easier if none of us felt anything, but we do, right? And so how do we manage that? 
The last was a student said this to me and I was like, wow, I got it on a little sticky note. Anybody do that? Like they put something on a sticky note to remind themselves and it says, you are not a victim. You are a volunteer. You are not a victim. You are a volunteer. And that I don't want to add more stress by saying that. I say it because we all know every single day it's about a choice right? It's choosing our reaction, choosing what we do, how we respond, what we think, what we do, and what we say. And if we can control that at a higher level, I guarantee you our stress level comes down. We have one more. Okay. Like what everybody's doing is not taking vacations. Oh, so true. So that doesn't work. Like I've got two officers that I went to yesterday and I'm like, check this out. Do a staycation. Stay home for a full week. Have, have another officer cover your big pipe you got going and fix some crap around the house and hang out with your wife. Like, go for walks, go to a movie, go see John Rick yes. or like, how about this? Cook dinner together, butt ass naked. Try that. <laughs> just tell them not that I'm going to use that one. Tennessee also de stresses. Let's yeah. just say it out loud. Like, there is a reason humans are supposed to be connected. Like, you got this house, right? Go enjoy your house, bro. Let's go do it. Yep. Go camping. Yep. Okay, guys, we got to close up. We want to do these quick, impactful, insightful. What we're saying to summarize everything we said is this is an opportunity to work on how to get through tough things. Yep. We're in a two year cycle. Two year. We okay. got another nine months, 12 months. It's something like that. That's a guess, but it's a good educated guess. Okay. March 15th. So use this opportunity to work on the, I, that's, a, I look at it like, hey, this is a challenge. Can I keep my marbles going through a super tough market? And can I, can I not let it ruin my psyche, my personal life, my enjoyment, my love for others? That's a challenge. Uh-huh. Not being a victim. I listen, easy to slip into that one, right? So I didn't I know I didn't feel like a victim in 2020, 2021. I, I felt no I, I don't think anyone was a victim. <laughs> so why are we playing victim now? Yeah. Because our income's down. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's income's down. Get over it, right? It's a tough market. Guys, I hope you appreciate this. Send it to someone else. You know, we don't do any advertising or anything. If you're if you're there's a lot of companies struggling if you if you I, I I'm not a big proponent of people moving companies, but if if it's companies shutting down or something like that's happening, give us a shot. Like reach out to Summit, one of us, our website, and say, "Hey, I'm over here." Because we don't, unless you do that, we we can't help you. But if you are in that situation or it comes up, we'd love a chance to interview with you. Guys, have a great month. Talk to you soon. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.